0: Goodness, I run a little late and see the chat is having a blast. What do
1: we have on tap today, Spags? We're going to talk about some NFL news. Jarek McKinnon back to the Chiefs. David Johnson visiting with the Saints. And also, Terry McLaurin holding out. Does he deserve the bag? We'll talk about it. We're also going to hit Best Ball Mania 3. I'm a little under the weather. Got an upper respiratory infection, but I'm going to produce the show today, get this draft live on the screen. And Pete, how could it possibly go wrong? We'll find out right after this intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Splash Play, the fantasy football podcast for every game under the sun. And once again, I'm Chris Spaggs, joined by your friend and mine, Pete Overset. Pete, how, how are you feeling about your biceps? I think they look good. Everybody's been complimenting you in all the streams that I watch that you do, and and I feel like it's tis the season to be suns out, guns out. Yeah, I mean, I
0: hate revealing this part of my streaming process, but I do like to get kind of a a nice little set in before streams just to make sure I'm looking swole. Um, So, yeah, the secret's out. I do 100 push-ups, 100 uh, sit-ups. It's kind of like the modified thing that Herschel Walker
1: used to do back in the day. What did he do? 2,000 push-ups and 2,000 sit-ups a day. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think that was what his general workout was, and and it showed. I mean, he's uh, still in great shape. I think he's like mid-50s, late 50s, and he looks as fantastic as ever. He does, and and Bullock
0: says. I mean, I I did um I did do bench press yesterday at the gym before doing an Underdog Cardio Club, and I immediately drafted Derrick Henry at one ten, and I do attribute it to the testosterone,
1: you know, pumping through my veins. If you want some testosterone pumping through your veins, much like Pete, make sure you hit the like button right now in this video. Also, subscribe to Pete's channel. Subscribe to the Splash Play channel. Pete, I don't know if you saw, but the Splash Play channel got pretty live on Friday because I hopped on for three hours in a row streaming drafts, one of which was one of the worst drafts I've done all best ball season. Um, I
0: didn't. So I did see that you were doing a super long stream. Mainly. I think there were references to it in the discord. Uh, give me the, give me the TLDR on what, wait, wait, was this the margarita
1: stream or was that two weeks ago? <laughs> it was the margarita stream. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, I was doing pretty well with that part of it, but I did have a really bad second draft. I also brought a PowerPoint. Pete I had a, our graphic design team over at football outsiders, give us a PowerPoint so we can uh, go slide by slide. Once I figure out actually to get the bullet points animated on the screen. That's a tough part. But yeah. opened with the PowerPoint did three drafts in a row and, and I feel like just quite frankly, provided a lot of value to the community. Yeah, well, it, it's
0: great. Uh, I Are you, is your idea to get more drunk and add a draft each stream? Is this like a progressive thing? So by the end of the summer, you're going to be blackout doing
1: 10 drafts in a row? Well, I did talk about like I wouldn't mind doing a 24 hour stream at some point just for A, the attention and B, because I couldn't fill that puppy. And we we talked about a little bit on the show. I was jamming puppy drafts about as hard as anybody I know. I know our pal Eagles drafted, I think, all of his teams. And it's about the only person, Pete, that I'm aware of who got all 150 in. And I feel like it's impossible to do like this went so fast and I was multi tabling, doing as many as I could. And I still think only finished with uh, 110 entries in total in the puppy. Yeah, the
0: check confirming that you did uh botch the 101 in the middle draft. Uh what you said you got to 101? Um yeah, I got to no one ten, I think, overall. So, yeah, well, like, I mean, I I would have bet on you to max it. I thought you were pretty determined to max it. Were you tempted to just uh like jam 40
1: slow drafts in before they turned that off? Well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, honestly. I don't want to do slow drafts. I don't want to get notifications all year long or not get notifications and miss the pick somehow, and that's certainly a possibility. I did, uh, we don't talk about it on Peach channel, but I did a little DK best ball draft and missed notifications completely taking care of Luca because I'm technically on paternity leave right now doing the uh, lion's share, trying to do the lion's share of baby care while Alex goes back to work. And um, yeah, DK's system is not the best, Pete, and I, I think overall, like, the notifications, you got to get those on time, and if you miss one, you can really ruin everything. Do they even have a draft board? Um, I don't know. I was actually looking at the laptop version because I may do some uh, on a, on a Friday just to, quite frankly, get myself more motivation to get all 150 in on DK, $5 for a million on there. Um, and also because, you know, like I would like to save some Best Ball Media drafts because otherwise I'm just going to be addictively doing those all the time and I can't be can't be doing that. Yeah. What? How many BBM3s are you up to? I am at 71 BBM3s and yeah, 109 puppy drafts in the puppy one. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean I've, I I had the realization this morning too. Like I'm I'm going to really have to start to crank it up. I'm I'm now I was doing like one every couple of days and now I'm like looking at the calendar and being I need to be doing at least <laughs> one a day now to be on pace to max this thing out. You
1: don't usually multitable, right? Like you won't do two at a time?
0: Uh, well, here's the thing I haven't, um, I'm either streaming or kind of like doing them on my phone, um, in other places, but I do think there will be come a point this summer where I'll probably want to just like sit down at my desk without the chat, without the bright lights, without spags bothering me
1: and just multi-table a couple. The dark alleyway of drafting. I like to do multi-tabling because then I am trying to correlate the two drafts together. So it's like, oh, I missed uh, Mike Evans in this one. I'll get him the second one. Oh, I took Mike Evans in this one. I'll take Russell Gage or Chris Godwin in the other one. And it feels like a fully fleshed out portfolio, even though, uh, Pete, I don't know if you've done the research. I presume doing two drafts at once probably doesn't matter at all or help. Uh yeah, I don't know how they would splice that data out.
0: <laughs> You'd have to have to like voluntarily, you know, have an opt-in clause. I am multi-tabling uh during this draft. I mean it, it certainly can't be a positive. Um maybe it's neutral if you're uh if you're really good. I also would like to, you know, the more drafts you do, the more comfortable you get, right? So I think I'd like to, you know, back load my multi tabling for when I, you know, I'm, I already feel pretty comfortable, but come August, I mean, we're going to be able to see these draft boards, you know, in our sleep. So I think that's the time to really multi table. Josh asking, do you ever slow draft the BBM? I i am I'm actually scaling back my slow drafts this year, which is probably why I'm not on as good of a clip. Um, I'm in a couple, I normally have one or two slow drafts going, but similar to spags. Um, I don't, I'm not worried about the occasional timeout. Um, but I just don't want it in a ton of them and happening like over and over. So I like having one or two going on. Um, You do see some weird quirks where, you know, ADP and news doesn't just quite, I don't know. There's this weird thing where sometimes it doesn't trickle over into the slow drafts as quickly. So I don't know. I, I still like using that as a way to get a couple extra drafts in, but I am mostly converted to a fast draft bro this year.
1: Yeah, I like getting that 45 one-hour draft. We're going to hit, of course, Best Ball Media 3 coming up in a second on the stream. But first, some NFL news, Pete, we should touch on. Jarek McKinnon returning to the Chiefs on a one-year deal after he was their primary back down the stretch last season. Actually looked pretty good. Uh, finally paying off after the big contract from the Niners didn't quite work out for that role. Goes to the Chiefs, ends up looking good, and uh, giving him a shot in the playoffs. But the spot, Pete, another crowded room. We've talked about that wide receiver room for the Chiefs. Just a lot of guys you can make the case for. MVS bubbling up recently due to the athletic article. Sky more bubbling up after the draft. People excited for him. But McKinnon probably should be getting drafted, right? Like he's going, I assume, in the 18th round right now, and it feels like he's worth taking a flyer on.
0: Yeah, I uh I was big in on Jarek McKinnon, especially in the early drafts. I even did a bet with uh Chris G, uh, and he was like, Why do you keep drafting uh McKinnon? And I ended up saying he could pick any running back after his ADP to do a, a points bet straight up. My thesis was you know, he has the trappings to be this year's Leonard Fournette, a guy who's on a good offense that crushes in the playoffs and then basically goes overlooked just because people assume, you know, they can't sustain it or they'll bring in more people to usurp them. So, yeah, I mean, people are drafting Ronald Jones, they're drafting, and now I think they're going to draft Jerick Williams uh, uh McKinnon because no one wants to bet on CEH. Like everyone feels so burned by him. They know that a competent back can overtake this. And this is exactly what Jarek McKinnon did last year. He overtook CH in this backfield. So yeah, I uh I had cooled um on my exposures in BBM just because he hadn't signed yet. But now that he signed, I definitely want to start mixing him back in and I don't know where his ADP will settle. Probably around the Darrell Williams range would be my guess of where he's kind of going. Um and yeah I'm I'm definitely interested in Jarek
1: Interesting question for Matt, too. Uh, is Jet worse for CEH or Rojo? I would think he's probably worse for CEH because the, the assumption was that CEH could at least have that pass-catching role, whereas Ronald Jones may be more of the salt in the game away. They have a lead. Let's run out some clock back. Um, I don't think it's great for CEH, but I think you know it's really not great for either guy just because McKinnon is so versatile, and they can do a lot if they actually do want to get him on the field.
0: Yeah, I agree. Probably... You know the thing was they were. Ne- I guess they have Derek Gore, but it did seem like they were always going to sign someone. And you know the thesis was they'll probably bring back one of Darrell Williams or Jarek McKinnon. They let Darrell Williams walk and they bring back McKinnon. So yeah, I'm with you. I think it's a it's a slight ding to Ceh, but I and I feel like Rojo's role is kind of you know, established. But when you think about the way things go of like Rojo and Ceh have a pretty long history of making boneheaded mistakes or getting benched, you know, for either not performing or fumbles or bad pass protection. Like we know Jarek McKinnon is kind of now that savvy veteran that they trusted deep in that playoff run. And so, yeah, I, I think he's a guy we should be making bets
1: on in this offense. They also took Isaiah Pacheco late in the draft. So just a lot of bodies in that room. We'll see how it looks in training camp, obviously, as we get closer to that time period. Terry McLaurin holding out one to 10 mandatory mini camp. And Pete, I'm just going to ask you the question faster. Of course, we got to jump to the Best Ball Mania 3 draft. But should Terry McLaurin get paid? Like the main memory of me uh, for last season was just him being 8K on DraftKings over and over again, never paying off. Nobody played him. There was no spike week that came during that period of him being at 5% ownership and actually being good. And granted, you know, it it is an XFL level QB last year with Taylor Heineke, not the best team situation, but I don't think McLaurin should get paid. If Debo's not getting paid and if DK Metcalf's not getting paid, like to me, he's number three on that list. And it's like a tough decision point. If you're Washington, like, would you pay Terry McLaurin? Terry McLaurin feels like the
0: guy that, you know, you're, you're lining up to get into the club and the bouncers, letting the people in front of you. And it's like, all right, Stefan Diggs, come on through, uh, Devante Adams, come on through Tyree kill all these guys with the new contracts. And then Terry McLaurin's trying to sneak in and he's like, wait, 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 puts the velvet rope back up. Like, yeah, I, I don't blame Terry McLaurin and his agent wanting to cash in on the summer of wide receiver, but. Um, i do think it's probably safe to say he is not in that echelon as far as what he provides as like a super superstar wide receiver he is very good um but i don't know i i do think there's a kind of a, a tear break there and I, I don't know the details of his current contract situation or exactly what he's asking for but
1: yeah i don't blame them for trying to strike while the iron's hot yeah, I get if you're watching why you might pay him just because you want to have some talent in that building, uh, especially on offense where there just isn't a bunch. But yeah, I I personally be less inclined to pay him. I think he's number three on that list of guys that are looking for a deal with Debo, DK, Metcalf. Uh, Mad Sox wants him traded to the Packers. Maybe that's honestly a possibility. There could be some weird trade that comes out of left field at this point uh, with all these guys looking for money. David Johnson visiting the Saints. Pete, maybe close to a deal. I think it depends on some of the different tweets that are out there. But should the 30-year-old back, if he does get picked up by the Saints get drafted, Pete? Because you were talking on Best Ball Breakfast this morning you need to take more mark. Ingram and it does feel like you know maybe David Johnson being in there could be something that actually has value if they were to cut Ingram who's I think also on a deal that ends this year
0: yeah I uh I mean you don't really get excited about either Mark Ingram or Mm -hmm. David Johnson at this stage of their career but man it it is a spot that I think you want to be taking stabs on I do worry if David Johnson signs, if it's like Kamara goes out and then they just use Ingram and David Johnson kind of in a 50-50 split, you know, David Johnson coming in on passing downs, Mark Ingram early down, and maybe they're both so dusty as far as not giving you explosive plays that maybe there's not a ton of value there. But I do think David Johnson would, pr- would naturally kind of have to move ahead of Mark Ingram as the most intriguing handcuff to Kamara. So yeah, I think it's something worth paying attention
1: to. Yes, more versatility for Johnson. Maybe he could uh, take a little bit more of Kamara's pass game work, which could be interesting, but uh, definitely a player. You know, uh, If he signs, I think you can invest an 18th round picking him in a best ball draft, but you're probably not feeling uh, the most confident about that one. But it's time, Pete, to hop into a best ball mania three draft. For all this puppy drafting, do you feel ready to hop back into the the big leagues, I would say, with me producing nonetheless?
0: Yeah, this is a huge development. Spags uh, let me know here that he has learned how to size a browser window. Can you explain like, because I still do not understand what, what was the issue before? Like now you're successfully doing it nice and big as I
1: would have hoped. What changed? So I didn't realize that you had to actually shrink the width of the window. Like I was going. Oh my
0: God. Are you kidding? (laughs) How many times did I say that?
1: I think you said it a few.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was God, I am so mad. I thought it was, I was hoping it'd be something more technical that I couldn't be upset at you, but you didn't think to adjust the window as I told you to do a million times.
1: But, but I mean, look at this window now. I mean, can you argue that this is a perfectly sized window? This is
0: insane.
1: Yeah. See, look there. Taking up every possible centimeter of screen real estate here.
0: I thought I was going crazy. I'm like, how many ways can I describe adjusting a browser window?
1: Well, Pete, are we ready to hop in this one? I feel yes. like we should give people the clock around. Right? I'm hitting answer now. Best Ball Mania 3. We're going in. Hopefully, you guys timed it out correctly. And if not, we're, we're putting some entries out there in Best Ball Mania. Of course, Underdog Cardio Club going on, Pete. And it's funny now I'm getting tagged in literally all these Underdog Cardio Club things where it's you pushing it. And I'm just riding your coattails to get tagged in other people's fitness games.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't started your spinoff um, Spags Bench Club. Just you and your <laughs> bros, the Heavy Plate Club uh, you know, with babies on your lap, doing curls, you know, it seems like a thing you could start.
1: I actually am sick today. And I did push through a workout just because I don't want to not keep working out because I'm probably the strongest I've been in my entire life right now. Cause we have the home gym set up. Um, I'm not doing cardio, Pete. I am just doing weightlifting. I haven't even played basketball in the last week, so I can't even use that as the excuse now, but I'm lifting so heavy. I've already maxed out my entire weight bench, Pete. And I got actually maybe get a, a real full dumbbell set, which, or a barbell set, which would be a, a terrifying expense.
0: I, I've been wanting to get a weight bench at home too, because I'm sick of going to the gym just um for a couple different things that I don't have. But since we're still looking for a place to move to, I don't really feel like ordering a bench set that having
1: to to move it. But um yeah, the the struggle is is real for us, bags. How has the home search been, by the way? Because we, you know, candidly, uh, we've talked a little bit about our East Coast life, and Alex and I have both kind of leveled on or landed on the idea that maybe we want to go back to the West Coast sooner than we initially anticipated. Uh, Got to wait for that capital gains amount to go. But the housing market doesn't seem like the most fun to navigate, Pete. And I hear for there was like a month or two there where every weekend you were just going to another open house.
0: Uh, yeah, I and mean, that is nothing has changed. I've just stopped complaining about it. But yeah, it's absolutely brutal it's relentless. I do feel things slightly, um, cooling off a bit in a way that makes me, uh, hopeful, but I'm just at the point now where I don't get emotionally invested into any place we look at or make an offer because there's inevitably
1: someone far, far, far richer than me, uh, coming over the top. How does, like, we were honestly going through some places too, where like the prices are up exponentially, even from when we looked in like late summer. And I just don't get how people are paying like, three million dollars to live in like you know a california suburb or even like like atlanta's prices have gone up enough where it's like oh that's a place people used to go because it's cheap and it's i just don't know how people are affording this given you know the other financial concerns of the country yeah i
0: mean i mean dpr says the whole bubble is about to burst i just feel like this is different than the first time around i love how we're talking fucking real estate here at the start (laughs) of this um i mean the first time around everyone had all their subprime mortgages now you're losing out to full cash offers so it's more to spags point where is all this money coming from i mean i think everyone came out of the pandemic with a little bit more money we had you know um what we had all the stimulus stuff people weren't traveling people didn't have all the other expenses um the economy was doing good i think everyone just seemed to have a little bit more money um so yeah i the big thing around me is just inventory is awful um i mean in massachusetts like there's no space for anything like it's all developed it's not like you go to colorado and there's just field after field that you could
1: develop on it's like there's no room out here so there's no new inventory <laughs> Mario is saying van life <laughs> so yeah i guess it's always an option pete you could have a van you could have the best ball van and travel the country in it and solve mysteries perhaps
0: i mean it honestly doesn't sound that bad to me uh <laughs> as for lauren i don't know if i would i would get the sign off on that
1: there are some sick vans that you sometimes I like see on like TikTok or something yeah. or Instagram Reels where it's like these per- this person really made this van. and It is like better than some houses out there. I have a couple uh old college buddies who have done that and I follow their their Instagrams here. All right, we're on the clock. We're back. We got the back-to-back here picks on the turn, Pete. I, I think it's CD lamb time for us, is it is it not? Yeah, let's do CD. All right. So let's let the timer run out here for the turn pick. We want to do a tight end uh, receiver. I, you know, I could go Mark Andrews or I could go Debo or I guess Mike Evans, if you really wanted to
0: Yeah, I've been I've been doing a lot of Debo here. Um, I'm fine with Mark Andrews or DeAndre Swift. Uh, It doesn't matter to me.
1: All right. I'll take Mark Andrews and we'll get our tight end out of the way uh, perhaps no Niners, no Niners Raiders correlation that we're pretty much having uh, for me every time out. And I know you've been having, you had a little taste of your Derek Carr, Trey Lance play a little bit of a, a poker there with those guys holding them out to get your Derek Carr.
0: Yeah, I don't, well, honestly, that is the funnest element for me now with this stuff. It's like everyone knows or anyone watching these streams or whatever is hip to the importance of the correlation. And now it's just how cheap Can you get it? Can you sneak in an extra player where the rest of the field is reaching or even just grabbing it at value? And can you get a spot where they fall to you? And so that's, that's kind of the game I have. And I don't know, I guess when you're doing a bunch of drafts, I know people get tilted when they get sniped on a stack, but I get more of a thrill just seeing if it can come back to me than I do like reaching to lock it up because I do think that's how you build these super
1: teams is by basically getting an extra round or two rounds of value on these picks. There's one player, Pete, that I was reaching on a good amount in the last few puppy drafts. I was doing some accidentally, some intentionally. Do um, you want to guess that player first that I can narrow it down by position if you get it wrong? Well, it, describe it again. I mean, I know some of your highest exposure players. What were you saying? So Somebody I wasn't getting enough of, but I oh. felt like there were things going on in the media that was going to make him pop up more. And I wanted to get this guy uh, before other people started to scoop him in front of me
0: in the media that you weren't getting a lot of we talk about him on the show if that helps um why am i tell me what position he plays wide receiver wide receiver that you weren't getting enough of because the media might start talk i don't know michael thomas i don't know
1: MVS. I am. I'm, uh, I'm all the scantling was getting him pretty much everywhere. Taking him sometimes in the high seventies. Um, cause he was getting scooped right in front of me. Paul V got it right. Uh, yeah. MVS, I think is going to get to that 75. Like if sky Moore was going at 75, even the high sixties in some drafts, like I do think MVS is going to get to that same range over the next, you know, two months.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. MVS is an interesting one. Uh, I do think I could see that entire chiefs. Um, you know, pass catching room outside of Kelsey being very susceptible to training camp news, right? Because between Skymore, MBS, Hardman, even with the running backs too, like the market is kind of split on who's really going to win out there. And so I do think the more blurbs we get giving us, you know, quote unquote signal on that is really because like, would it shock you if MBS and Sky Moore flip spots or say if there's even really glowing Miko Hardman stuff I know no one wants to believe it at this point but if he just is getting all the rave like then all of a sudden he'll be going up you know where Sky Moore was so I do think that's a pretty fluid situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, MVS could easily get downgraded in camp, could get hurt, whatever. But um, the one thing that really stuck with me was him just calling Devontae Adams, leveraging their relationship and asking him like, hey, what would you do if you're getting this pass from Holmes? What would you do here? And, you know, sometimes (laughs) that's probably not enough data wise to make a jump for MVS. But it's enough to sell me, given the fact that he runs a 4-3 or whatever. And we have a kind of a similar relationship, Spags, because you're
0: calling me and you're like, hey, you get this comment on a solo stream. What do you do? And, uh, you know, so (laughs) it kind of works out.
1: Just phoning a friend during my five-hour <laughs> binge streams. <laughs> oh my goodness! how do you handle these porn bots? What are they doing here? You oh, here's what you do: you have to convert one of your regular viewers into a pretend porn bot, and then they'll slowly start to dissipate. I say it every stream. You're lucky that
0: I uh, you're just sentient enough to rebate in the chat. But what are these days? You know, Spags and I were. What do we have right now? 118 mm-hmm. people watching live. I mean. This was a little more and the chat was flying. You are at risk of just getting
1: auto auto banned. It's going to be funny when we find out that's not a real person but it's like some machine learning tool that learned how <laughs> yeah. to evolve beyond it all. It's like you have to get to participate in the community to get people to buy into your porn spam.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because there was it's not this exact same genre of porn bots, but there was a wave on Club Top Shot of bots that there was someone like manually coming up with the names. Because it kept saying, Pete, come get in my Tesla with me, daddy, or something. Uh, so, so there is some human input
1: going into some of these. All right. I mean, look, if you're going to go that extra mile, that's fine. Just sending emojis, though, of eggplant, I feel like that, that game is so 2000 and late, Pete. Yeah, it really is. You know, fool me once, uh, shame on you. And of course we are coming up here in a few more picks going to have two picks in a row, but make sure you are subscribed to peach channel and the splash play channel. The so Pete, I did say you're going on get playback today. You're getting some of those sweet uh, secondary screen bucks. <laughs> no, we've been Brian and I have been talking uh, about
0: what, that idea for mm-hmm. years on lulls. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited to try it out. My buddy, Mike over at team hold has been doing some of the streams on I there. Get so, some Good views yeah. on there. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to give it a shot uh, tonight. It seems like, uh,
1: seems like a good setup. Like I, I like the idea of, uh, oh, we're on the clock here. Yeah, we are on the clock. I was going to let you keep talking, but we got no. Marquise Brown, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton. We could also get the bring back for Baltimore with Yonsei Johnson. I, I love Brown and Moore. Um, Let's take Brown, not Chubb. I know you took Chubb this morning. I know you're a big running back guy, but I don't want any Nick Chubb.
0: Yeah, I know. This is now Spags gets to bully me on his account. <laughs>
1: So I don't mind Deontay Johnson. I do think Claypool is a nice discount and we can probably get him later. So I don't mind taking this, getting steamed up Cortland Sutton. But do you have any preference?
0: I, I definitely prefer more, and then I would go Johnson
1: otherwise. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to overroll that one now that I can. <laughs> Deontay Johnson. <laughs> is. I don't believe in DJ yeah. Moore very much. Like I, I worry about the Panthers quite a bit. Why? I just don't. I mean, Matt Corral, if they do put him out there, sure. And they did, you know, draft a left tackle. So that should help at least give Sam Darnold a chance. But like just all the stuff about him having chaotic feet and like and just he hasn't made any improvements really. And then is Corral even good or is he just gonna be better or or flat? Like, I don't I don't have a ton of faith. And we and we didn't get the bucks anyway. So I feel like I don't know. I'm not dying against I, that I think you could say there's just
0: as much uncertainty. I mean, obviously Kenny Pickett comes with a little bit higher draft capital, but um, you know, there's reports that he might start. So, I mean, I don't know. I think the situations are kind of fairly analogous. And you could also say DJ Moore has way less target competition than Deontay Johnson, too. Um, he doesn't have a Chase Claypool bearing down on him. He doesn't even have a rookie as good as, you know, George Pickens doesn't have a tight end as good as
1: Fryermouth. I mean, I think there's a lot going for DJ Moore. All right, fair enough. Well, I, Deontay Johnson, I'll never, you know, stop talking about his reception perception stats. I feel like he's one of the highest graded guys I've had Harmons touted, um, and I feel like that's something that will stick with me. And I hope it pays off with uh, Kenny Pickett being Kenny Pickett might have somehow lucked himself to the best possible situation for him in his baby hands.
0: Uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 definitely buying in on it. I did a I did a Kyler Kenny Pickett team uh, the other day um, where I think I had. Claypool. I don't think I had Deontay Johnson on that one. We should also mention Nick Chubb at pick thirty-nine at the beginning of the fourth for a little modified anchor build is pretty damn nice.
1: It has some falling ADPs also interesting chat here about the bot stuff. um I missed this headline from Sags, uh, of course, whose name sounds like mine enough that it honestly Pete throws me for a loop too because Sags is in the chat on Friday and I'm like, am I saying Spags? No, it is in fact a different person. You see that software developer from Google got suspended because they stated that the Google AI is sentient now. Uh, that sounds terrifying and dystopic.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that it, I think that's the answer there for our bot problem is they are, they're wising up. I mean, these bots will be talking about sex and correlation here in
1: about two weeks. Is a bot ever going to replace your work? Like all this time we've concerned about like people in factories and cashiers that in fact they're coming for the content creators talking about best ball. Are you kidding? I mean, if I could, uh, if I could, uh, have a,
0: a bot do all my streaming for me. So I could just go sip piña coladas on the beach. I mean,
1: that's the dream here. Would it be a bot based off of you? Or would it be like a bot that just kind of does its own thing, has its own style? I would love a bot based off of me, you know, is
0: basically, you know, my way to finally give back to everyone. Just removing me and you guys can plug in all your inputs. Maybe it'll be. It'll be like a parrot type of thing too, where you get to request which lines I say, so the chat will power some of the suggestions. I think it's it's really a great version of reality. All well,
1: the evolution of technology and your programming, like the toy that you pull the string on the back, yeah, <laughs> it says whatever you want. Okay, that's fun. Wow, Devin, I don't know if I should take this as a compliment or not. <laughs> Devin was making some nice chats. He's on the West Coast, watching, was asking questions about, I think, some player, and then now he's been radicalized because we didn't reply to him immediately. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You guys could run your own show. I
0: believe I've put enough balls and bits in the air, and now it's your guys' turn. Maybe it's also like a soundboard thing up there, and we have like all the options. It's like, do the
1: coffee bit, do the horn dog bit, and you guys could just, you know, direct your own stream. Uh you know, I was actually so I was watching Best Ball breakfast on my big TV today just because I was like Oh, no, on I'll your be... big TV. Yeah. Rich boy <laughs> over here on his big TV. Normally I watch it on my phone and I just put the phone on the thing, but I was like, you know what, Pete deserves more respect. He's put a lot of effort into production. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure you know who's like so you don't i don't normally see like the avatars that well because they're kind of small and grainy um here's the guy so there's one person who has a really fucking sick avatar that i never noticed until seeing your stream today and uh he's one of the names right now that's chatted recently pete if you want to guess is it devin davis no alex clark's avatar looks fucking swank as hell he and his oh. partner look <laughs> yeah whatever. Like when,
0: so I bet Alex. Whenever I see this photo, I always think it's Alex Rodriguez in like the
1: small form. Like, doesn't it kind of look like a Rod there a little bit? Yeah, I could say. I mean, look, he looks <laughs> handsome. I think it's a great event. Whatever they went to, like a time. <laughs> great! <avatar laughs> they, I'm telling
0: you, these they're more relentless today in a way that is oddly suspicious to us talking about them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Their sentience grows by the day.
0: Um, but yes, no, I agree with you, Alex. Here, uh, very professional. Dress for the nines for YouTube chat.
1: Oh, there. Alex with an inspirational one here. That was pre-Parenthood me. So there we go. Something for us to inspire to. <laughs> yes, that Matt would also be. Uh, Alex <laughs> right-clicked, save as <laughs> profile picture from another couple. It's like when you get the photo or like the picture frame in a store <laughs> yeah. to like some other couple. Sometimes you just want to keep that picture in there because they did a great We're job. On that the We're on the clock. And then I have a story about that. Um, all right. Let's, all right. So we get, oh, we got a Baltimore. Lamar, Lamar Jackson here. We could do two QBs if we really dude, wanted no, to get crazy. Dude,
0: Lamar Dobbins here. Double tap it.
1: Why Dobbins? I don't...
0: Dobbins okay. is an insane value. We're making a bet on the uh, the the Ravens here. There's not a lot else to stack with outside of a Duvernay or Wallace late. It's perfect.
1: But we also got God, Drake dude. London there for an Arizona run back. We have Kyler Murray who stacks with our, our receiver, Marquise Brown. This goes back to what I was saying. Like you do whatever you want, but I would easily take Dobbins here. Mm. Mm. They don't do the quarterback. Double quarterback. We're done. We're now we're clear on QB. We've got two great QBs folks for me personally. That's a no, no. (laughs) I mean the QB ideal zone. Pete is round six through 13. I admit I probably could take that QB late. But how many times are we gonna get Lamar to fall to me there, and then also get Kyler? Like that's pretty nice, and they and we have their two top receivers. Whatever. I don't think it's the best use of capital. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was trying to get Drake London above Kyler Murray at the last minute, and I didn't quite pull it off. <laughs> so we ended up with <laughs> Kyler.
0: Gosh, tune into Best Ball Breakfast to see a BBM three team drafted optimally and not
1: by the whims of a sick man. <laughs> i did pete on uh, the friday show after i had the bad second draft i went for one more puppy didn't draft a running back till around 11. wow impressive specs it was it was honestly a really good team i would if i told you the team you'd be like yep that's a team that's gonna win you 75k cold see hayden's giving you the catch all out you can do whatever <laughs> you want under the guise of uniqueness i've honestly just been missing out on qb so much that i end up having a you know, cobble together a Daniel Jones or Matt Ryan thing late that I just want to get, I want to get this done and then we can keep make, keep making the draft receivers over and over again. Um, oh God, I need to vet this
0: super chat before I pull it up here. <laughs> the I same guess Rooney rule up top seems boring. <laughs> I know, the second I saw that, Jay Brooks, should there be an IRL Rooney rule that requires a woman for every guy over six feet two she dates she should be quiet. To take two shortcuts <laughs> under five seven, I'm not short, but feel for my little bros.
1: I'm sure they love being called your little bros. That's Where, that makes a short guy like, feel like a man.
0: How stoned are you <laughs> at three p.m. in the afternoon on a Monday?
1: That is a creative solution to a real problem. I think.
0: I mean, my goodness.
1: We need to go back to putting our height on our, on the stream. So people know that like, if we're giving a take on this, it's completely unbiased and not coming from a place of personal yeah. advantage.
0: I feel like I just have to give this to him for doing it. <laughs> Good Jay Brooks. Jay Brooks <laughs> in his super chats for a while. It was like two weeks of him sending me 499 and saying draft Sterling Shepard. And then to that, I mean, Jay Brooks, you are a fascinating individual.
1: Oh, Devin also chiming in here. Uh, unfortunately, I'm five six, uh, but I broke both my ankles when I was 14. Damn it, P! I, I got to not step on you. <laughs> the chats on the screen, but I broke both my ankles when I was 14, so I blame that. Uh, that seems unfortunate to lose height to both your ankles being broken at the the most important year, like your freshman year of high school. Like that's they must have some fun nicknames for.
0: <laughs> I guess at this point, I'm just like a chat truther. I just don't believe anything you guys say, so I'm just gonna assume that's a that's a rug pull too.
1: Uh, I honestly, though, I feel like you got to give Devin credit either way, because there has never been a man on the internet who's been under five, eight. Like that's said it out loud. Like bagel boss is basically at the guy. Yeah. Like for There's never been
0: anyone who's left the casino and not broken. Even at least it's just <laughs> one of those, those
1: givens. <laughs> Uh, good good chat so we appreciate all you guys hanging out of course we are doing these streams Pete and I Monday and Thursday at 2.30 Eastern Friday the Spag solo streams only on the Splash Play channel because we got to protect Pete's channel from all sorts of misandry <laughs> misconduct that goes on on the Friday streams but though Pete um, I didn't realize so we do have a female in our audience. we have a couple but like uh, Hope actually chimed in who's one of your regulars mm-hmm. and are also a very good basketball drafter she drafted a really fucking sick puppy team in some draft I was doing but she's actually watching my Friday shows so we're getting those demographics up with the ladies literally Literally one by one. Yeah, no, I mean, you do everything
0: in your power to alienate them with urine, <laughs> mathology's horn doggedness, and then they love best ball so much that we're fortunately able to, you know, keep them coming back. But I certainly wouldn't blame
1: any of them for leaving the way you two Neanderthals <laughs> behave hope honestly scooped me on a on a backdoor daniel jones stack and i was like well yeah you know what like that's that was exactly what i was gonna do and um but honestly stuck with me because she left the comment too that same day and i'm like wow this is it's all paying off you watch these streams pete eventually you're gonna be better us the drafting probably very fast yeah exactly all right we're back on the clock do you have a third elite quarterback you want to take dak prescott available well, here on a qb <laughs> um i suppose we could take elijah mitchell we could take another receiver i don't mind taking another receiver um i
0: i definitely uh like taking one of mitchell or sanders with one of these picks and then i don't
1: think a lot of Elijah mitchell let's take him
0: okay let's take eli mitchell and then yeah i think we should take a receiver kirk or lockett i don't Um, see any correlation stuff
1: yeah i mean i i don't I, i think i've got enough lockett i'll take kirk shock you to hear i do live the bit pete i do have enough drew lock though um somebody pff posted like a screenshot of the seattle office like are the seahawks being underrated and i agree fully with whatever pff saying about that we had a meeting with eric over at pff has been on a splashly before last week and coincidentally that week they're putting out bait for all us seahawks fans all 12s out there that's what you guys are calling yourself i think we i think the seahawks fans have called themselves the 12s yeah for a while what did drew lock truthers call themselves other than wrong uh, the lock the lock cocks I guess what <laughs> Bonk. sure I'll bonk you <laughs> okay is Devin now doing a parody of me with this chat
0: <laughs> I don't know see Devin balances his chat range well where I can't tell what's true or not uh, I'm pretty sure this is a parody no it's not I think he's being genuine he's making fun of you because he's not you know, uh, conceded enough to call making a spreadsheet coding.
1: (laughs) I had enough backup on that one. Oh, Bullock, our high school friend, giving us uh, his his lunch money here. Hey, guys, did you see that? Did he say this on your morning? He he said this on the chat. I don't get
0: it. I mean, is this some child's humor? Is this like, I mean, is this study hall humor we're not getting here? Read it out loud because he paid us.
1: Oh, hey guys, did you see the Holland transfer was officially announced by Manchester City? Any thoughts? Eggplant emoji, eyes, some sort of... Uh, oh, it's a soccer ball emoji. Okay. It's a soccer ball. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I didn't see that one, Pete. Normally I'm, I'm tracking my man's, my mans city, my man use. All my man's is out there. I'm tracking hardcore, but I did not see that move. I assume that it's some kind
0: of like phonetic thing we are saying wrong where we just accidentally said IP freely and the
1: chat is all laughing or something. This is some sick juvenile soccer joke i could tell i mean bullock considering his age too like it's probably some gen z humor where it's like not yeah. uh, not funny and it's ironic in that way where it's like oh we just say like this guy got transferred to a soccer yeah. team and then like, oh you get a streamer to say it and then all his friends laugh and then they play okay. yeah. he bullock is absolutely giggling with all of his friends at the hopscotch uh right now <laughs> <laughs> they're all busy right now playing freeze tag so that when they are unfrozen and they can see <laughs> this chat they're gonna get such great laughs
0: yeah, Bullock does such great cherry bombs when they play foursquare. Bollock
1: <laughs> Bullock actually has those little snapper guys that you throw on the floor and they make a pop. And he's like, well, you know, mom says I can't have firecrackers yet. So these are about as close <laughs> as we can get. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Holland is the next soccer, uh, soccer superstar, Eric is saying. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, that checks I mean, it out from what I know.
0: You can pump whatever future soccer star you want if you send 499 along with it. <laughs>
1: We'll, we'll give exposure to all of the best up and covers feed for your upcoming. So rare streams. You got to file that one away. <laughs> Dude, I actually did. I got,
0: I did do a, a, a so rare thing on Lowell's uh, a few months back, but I got an email again from so rare. And they're like, we want to do a paid partnership with your YouTube channel. And I was like, I don't follow soccer and I, I'm, I'm not on so rare. I don't think this is a good fit. And they're like, well, we are actually launching another thing. Hopefully this is an exclusive. We're also launching an MLB thing. And I was like, mm. well, you found the other sport that I don't follow at all. <laughs> and I said, have a good day.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that actually because I, I do know a couple of so rare employees that I have on LinkedIn just from previous jobs they were at. And um, yeah, they were big on MLB. Like, And I don't know how that would work at all. Like, I presume MLB stacking is so important that I guess it would be pretty similar for you with football. But it definitely is like they're pushing it pretty hard. And I assume got no traction at all with that.
0: Yeah, I I have no idea. I mean, it like conceptually, I think so rare is is very cool. I I think they've kind of like nailed how to marry, you know, the NFT element with the the contest. Um, it seems very cool. I just I don't follow it. If I was a soccer bro, I think it, I would be very interested in it.
1: And they're also a French company, which you know, Pete. It's almost the Fourth of July. I feel like you couldn't possibly support that. No, yeah, no. I call it uh,
0: Freedom Rare is actually <laughs> my preferred name for the site. Freedom ball, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh God! Of course, we are going to be drafting these teams all summer, Pete, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun because um, I I want another puppy already. Like I, I think that's the main thing. Because I'm worried now that we've like I want to win Best Ball Mania, and I'm worried that my foolishness is going to ruin some quality Best Ball Mania entries.
0: Wait, so Onion Headline Man with
1: sixty seven dollars and sixteen cents <laughs> in account wants another puppy. Who would have seen that coming? I mean, look, you, you can do the math and all the numbers I've put in. I've, I've been putting up some big entry fees. Across the I board. would love to see because you've done hundreds of drafts. I would love to see your transaction account.
0: You're just doing what are you doing? Like $100 at a time. Be like, this is my last 100. And then you run
1: back to the bank account. I'm actually, so I justify it by doing 250 per deposit and then it's like, okay, cool. I'll run through this and then I'll hit the next one. And I kind of space out the, <laughs> the credit card payments, but yeah, look, I didn't have a big best ball win last year. Pete and NBA fucking ran as bad for me down the stretch as it possibly could. Though I will say this year, NBA best ball. Uh, if you enjoy some of these streams, I'm going to be doing that alone. Pete wanting nothing to do with it. All right, let's go. We're on almost on the clock. All right, back to us here. Of course, uh, we took one running back, so we never need to take one again. I think is how that goes. Um, oh uh, you know what no did...
0: cordero patterson
1: yeah no i agree i think that's the move all right i'll just i'll put him in the queue uh do you want to take another qb huh get that qb3 uh,
0: oh <laughs> rogers is just would be so sick with this team oh my god where are all the wide receivers in this draft i mean no we should just stack up uh kyler with rondell get that double. yeah okay
1: we... that works for me
0: stuff is holy cow i didn't realize this was such a piss boys draft this is nuts
1: i think we we did set the tone pretty early on with what we were doing and i'm glad that everybody else can can do that
0: Oh, oh, my goodness. I am going to have to send Spags. I'm going to send you this 25 Actually, first, let me take YouTube's cut, and then I'll send you it. <laughs> I'm going to send this directly to Spags because everyone's donating. Oh, my goodness. Force <laughs> <laughs> Spags is getting handouts. Oh, thank I'm going to have to send Spags mm-hmm. money at the end of the stream
1: as a sick father overcoming illness to do a paternity leave, my, my milestone, Pete, of getting a virus through Luca, um, who was given the virus through uh, my loving mother-in-law, who's been doing a great job taking care of him. Uh, tell you what, it feels good. Feels good to get some money in finally. See some orange on the screen.
0: Uh, it That made me uh, remember, or I wanted to ask, so like, what does Alex think of all your best ball play from a financial standpoint, do you guys have shared finances or does she have no clue that you're, you know, every single day taking $250 out of your checking account for this?
1: So we, we share the, the co-payments on stuff, but like my money is my money and her money is her money is how we do it right now. That's subject to change in the future. Cause we have to start uh, putting money towards five to nine plans and potential houses and such. Um, but again, like the, the, the runway that I got for this is that I won the 75 K and NBA last year, DFS, like when we were first starting to really like lock in on our relationship. So like for her, she just sees the good side of it. She doesn't see like the fucking minus 10 K <laughs> three. She doesn't years see you whatever. double tapping two elite quarterbacks at the <laughs> five, six turn. Yeah, no, but she trusts the process enough. And I've also given her betting advice. Like when she had some free money from FanDuel, like she won a couple hundred during the Super Bowl, like t- parlaying some Stafford touchdown props with whatever. So like, She's seen enough to trust that, like, I know what I'm doing. But admittedly, like, if I ran dad and lost every dollar in this, and then she's like, what happened to that best ball money you said? And then you're just like, zero RB, bad year for it. I'd be like, But well, it was a plus EV approach. It just didn't work out that way. And then, yeah, I could probably walk it back. Uh, yeah, Spag's his final words as he's getting divorced. But I was unique.
0: I was unique. <laughs> um, I okay. actually... I feel like my number for doing this is going to be much higher than Spags. I feel like Spags will do this for free in about two weeks. Uh, I would need to get the back <laughs> to agree to a 24-hour draft streak.
1: I mean, look, somebody's got to do it. The Spike Week guys have talked about it, Pete. And, you know, I, we like those guys. Like, buy them for uh, Coakley. I think I'm doing a stream with tomorrow, actually, on the Spike Week channel if you want to go subscribe there. Um, but And we're doing the Best Ball uh, Royal Rumble thing, uh, Pete. So, like, I support those guys. At the same token, I don't want to get scooped by a channel with similar sub numbers. Like, we got we to stay ahead. i mean yeah it really is an arms race to see who has the stamina to do the 24 hour best ball stream and everyone's just gearing up but if you don't get there first you're definitely last i I mean look do we not i I did three hours and i would say i did that three hours what stopped me from continuing on was a i needed to go eventually help take care of luca (laughs) do things in the house and b) like i just kind of ran out like my mouth was starting to get a little tired I, i have to build up the endurance of talking for that many hours I could talk for 24 hours. You could talk for 24 hours. It wouldn't be like, we're well equipped to do that. Whereas some others in the space, maybe not quite as well equipped.
0: Yeah, it's probably, I I would say, I mean, I had a lot of energy on my stream this Mm -hmm. morning. Um, If you're going to go that long, you got to dial it back. Even tonight when we do the NBA final stream, I mean, what that'll be three, three and a half hours, but that's going to be, it's going to be more chill. I'm not going to be dancing like your, your, your
1: uh, monkey with miniature symbols for three hours straight. Like I do at the morning. I just think there's always something to talk about as like especially with chat. Like chat to me, like you know on those Friday streams, and I'm sure it's I know it's the same for you with Best Fall Breakfast. Like they are like a second host, but they're a host that you don't even have to throw to. You can just kind of take whatever you want out of them and like you're, you're not on the hook for it. Like you could also not use their chats.
0: Yeah, no, sometimes you even find hot, uh free sex on Tinder from the chat. <laughs> it really is the gift that keeps on giving. High definition sex at that. Yes. Oh yeah, oh low res uh sex. <laughs> like if it's if you're not 1080p. 1080 penetration.
1: I'm gonna bonk myself for that. Interesting. So short gamer here saying that Rinpak has a Rams, all Rams, Chiefs team. I'm RinPak, Obviously one of the sharpest DFS players out there. I'm curious to see what guys like RinPak do as they move over to best ball a little bit more, just because there's going to be different approaches. And like, I know some of the Osmo guys, like I talked about Nolan Kelly is their head of content. Like I know he's using some of the projection data and he's been going real RB heavy. And I feel like just getting some different, you know, I, you might feel differently, but getting some different people bringing money to the table, first of all, but second of all, different approaches. Like, I'm just kind of curious to see how these guys approach it.
0: Yeah. Once we're done picking, I want to see his full, Team there, um, <laughs> we got a lot of running backs. Gracious, I mean, we definitely should take one running back here. um mm,
1: We have. I don't uh, know.
0: I, I like. I like Cook. I like Ramondre.
1: Um, okay. Cook. Cook's ADP here is real behind again. He he falls a lot now for some reason. Who's the best available wide receiver? Uh, let's see.
0: Tolbert. Holy cow, we're, I guess what? We're only like 13 picks behind ADP. Um, I don't know. Are you, obviously the values here at running back. Um, I don't really see a huge difference in all these wide receivers after where I'm kind of inclined to take our next favorite running back of this group.
1: I don't mind Chase Edmonds here. All right. Or, or Rashad White.
0: I'm good with any any of those. I mean, I definitely think the the running backs are better than the wide receivers here.
1: Okay. I do like Jalen Tolbert. I like him a lot though. He hasn't played yet in camp. Uh, Cause I guess he's coming off of an injury, which would be nice if you were getting out there and getting some of those reps so he could start to build the rapport with Dak. But um, I wouldn't mind taking Tolbert there.
0: Yeah. It also goes back to, again, you know, this does feel like a ship chasing draft. It's unique. Normally there are far more positional options available mm. in this draft. We're clearly in a wide receiver, wide receiver, heavy room. So I do like to take advantage of those dynamics to my to my uh, favor. And I do think we set ourselves up well by going zero RB. I do think it, um, I think we both ended up being wrong on the Kyler pick. I don't think Kyler was the right answer. And Dobbins was the right answer. Knowing how this draft went, the right answer was probably another wide receiver there. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. Uh, I think London was the guy we were kind of yeah. thinking about. Um, that probably should have been the pick just knowing how uh wide receiver crazy this room ended up. But now I, I would prefer not to be reaching, you know, think about all the teams that are gonna have Jalen Tolbert from like 147 to 165 range. I don't love taking him at what what would that pick have been? One
1: thirty. Yeah. So that's kind of the only dynamics I'm thinking through there. Yeah. I mean, it's, I know, Hey, we had Hayden in the chat earlier. He did talk about the diminishing returns of taking a guy, I think more than 12, well, 12 spots at EP, it falls a cliff off of a cliff, but um, you know, even less than that, it is diminishing returns the more and more you get away from it. So I'm with you on it. I just feel like there aren't a lot of high upside receivers left. So um you know, but I guess I don't like, I don't really see the difference between Tolbert and Joshua Palmer. I,
0: I feel like a lot of those, like, I mean, that's a good example just because they're both wide receiver threes on, on good offenses, but I don't know. I feel like there's more arbitrage versions and the, I don't know. I feel like the risk reward is kind of similar for a lot of players down here. Um, uh, let me see. I want to go look at this Rin pack team. People are talking about, yeah. Ten, Cause this, this is wild. So this is literally every player has been LAR KC. He just mixed in a Denver bring back. Does he have LAC on this?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Sorry. I'm on the wrong part. Why is this mouse not coming back down? There we go. Okay. Uh, ha, ha, ha. So, so you started. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, to me, I, what I, I would love to hear, Rimpack. if you're watching, I'd love to hear your thought process on this. My kind of thought is maybe he's trying to build a team that he thinks has first place regular season equi- win equity, because I definitely think, you know, stacking up a couple of the really good offenses we saw it last year, with a, there was a Packers Bengals team that crushed, but man, you're going to have such a hard time getting these teams to put up the necessary points. You need three straight weeks in a row, like 15, 16, 17, it's just going to be a really tough needle to thread with this much capital invested into a single team. It's not my preferred strategy, but I would love to, uh, to get the thought process behind it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I obviously don't want to speak for Rin because he's his own man and very sharp. Of course, Ryan, one of the guys over at Osmo has been doing a lot of great stuff both behind the scenes and also for his own DFS career. Um, Yeah, I think your take about he might think there's more value in the regular season, I think. And also, um, I'm with you on the thought that like that doesn't seem ideal for the playoffs, but like it's going to be a really unique lineup. And I guess you hope is that maybe the Chiefs and Rams both have to play into a playoff spot and they're both bringing their A game week 15, week 16, week 17. And that could be a way to justify it, I guess. (laughs) My other thing, I think I'm more
0: open to the onslaughts if it's the cheap versions, you know? Like, if you get Russ Wilson and then you're grabbing, like, everyone after that, you know, Kui Boonum, Patrick, Hamler, you're tossing in Dolce, or whatever it is, like, I'm more willing to onslaught at a cheap cost as opposed to onslaughting the premium pieces.
1: We're coming um, Can you pull up it Spookies, Oh, there
0: we go. Rimpack <laughs> says, best ball, not my forte. I'm trying different shit out with team onslaughts. Yeah, I mean... It is. Uh, I think it's fun to experiment with that, and we've seen some good success regular season wise with those. Um,
1: I mean, it feels like we could take another running back if we want.
0: Well, what what about um, getting another pit guy here? Um, I know we're not going to take uh, Pickett, but I do think we, you know, Pickens represents just some of the last like pretty big upside here at wide
1: receiver. And then I never mind taking Hines, uh, you know Spiller. I think if we want a little correlation, Darrell Williams being the guy who somehow could benefit if uh, Connor went out. I was. I feel like
0: Connor. Spiller, Hines, and Carter are definitely. I I prefer that to a Darrell Williams
1: type. I honestly haven't been getting a lot of Carter lately, so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Carter. If I pick the right guy, there we go. I thought I thought you had a bunch of Carter early on. I did early on, but I haven't taken him at the lower ADP. I was taking him I was taking him on the upside. <laughs> Dollar cost averaging down on Carter. Yes, but I, I have so much Heinz. Like I, I don't I don't have my I don't think I have my exposure sheet open over here, but I have an ungodly amount of Naheem Heinz. Yeah, there was a. I I had a few of those decisions that were pretty polarized
0: this morning. The spiller versus heinz. Um there were plenty of good people on both sides.
1: <laughs> Spiller is, I think, a little undervalued. Like, he's one of the guys whose ADP dropped a lot because where he landed in the draft. But, like, if Eckler goes out, or even if they just use him more to keep some pressure off of Eckler and just gets hurt a lot, a little guy, like, there's a lot of ways Spiller could be there. And that week 17 game, you know, Rams, Chargers, like, Spiller is probably the least owned part of that, you would think.
0: Yeah. I think the other thing that's tricky is, you know, this wasn't as good of a class, you know, just across the board for running backs. And even though some of these guys fell into good situations, I still think that, you know, to be these league winners, they're going to have to have a certain level of talent. It did seem like the chat, and I know some of our dynasty bros were kind of a little conflicted on Spiller just from a profile standpoint. So I do wonder, you know, my my argument this morning was that if Eckler goes down, I don't think he gets a full bell cow roll. I think he loses some of the short area goal line touches to one of the big body backs. And so then if you have on top of that, he's not, you know, as um, great of a prospect as we'd hope, then I, I get a little less excited about it. Whereas I feel like with Rashad white, maybe a little bit better prospect, maybe a little clearer path to a three down workload, but I, I, i certainly am not going to begrudge anyone for taking stabs on a contingent running back and one of the
1: best offenses in football. I certainly get it. Spiller's not small. He's six feet tall and 217. I didn't, did I say small? I didn't mean to. I think you said he was a smaller, but you might've been talking about Eckler. My bad. I might've misheard you. Yeah. Spiller's big. I agree with you, Rashad White. Like I'm actually going to, I think, pay for player profiler. I was going through on the Friday stream, Pete, like why I'm a little more into Brees Hall. Like the fact that he was, uh, you know, really grading out a college dominator level, like 90th percentile, uh, his share of touches and yardage and all that. Um, that's a big upside thing that I kind of want to just have on a data sheet somewhere. Spiller actually 48th percentile in college dominator sets, So he wasn't getting a lot of that offense. You know, who actually is really good according to college dominator is Ken Walker. Uh, they could compare yeah. him to LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah,
0: I I'm in on Walker at his, at his cost. Um, yeah. I, I really think that, I mean, we're the reason we're getting a discount on him is because no one's excited about the Seahawks offense, except you, bags. Um, which is ironic because I feel like you have low. Don't you have loads of the Seattle passing game, but not much Walker. I have a lot of Rashad Penny. Um, Cause okay. I just take lower ADP
1: yeah. running back usually in those, the split backfields.
0: Yeah. I like Rashad Penny too. Um, but yeah, I want to, though, though, I mean, that's the perfect ambiguous backfield with two players that are like legitimately talented. I mean, Rashad Betty is good. And I think so is Kenneth Walker. And I, I want to be having stabs at both of those guys
1: um ox saying uh is better than player profiler i pete you might feel differently Like obviously we like the Rotoviz guys a lot and talk a lot i obviously reference Stricko's articles and dubner's research as, as pete does as well over at Rodavis. and sean siegel certainly you know i think one of the uh archetype guys who really established everything that we're going off of here um but like i think you should just have multiple data sources like you shouldn't just listen to one thing that's i think a fool's errand
0: uh i love Rotaviz, so i will uh, Rotaviz is king
1: player profiler is just a data number like to me it's not i'm not taking their takes like i'm not taking their best ball strategy i just want to see you know guys for college numbers and have a read on that but um i think some of them line up like you know i think Siegel was really big on brees hall and like he looks great on pro, uh, player profiler so it's not you're not mutually exclusive is what i would say
0: yeah all right we are almost on the clock here at our 15 16 turn what's our build structure two five six one
1: so we could take. I would take one more tight end, one more running back and then the rest receiver.
0: Yeah, what's so what's the tight end board looking like?
1: Uh we got Noah we got the great Noah Fant there. We got Hayden Hurst. Uh you could take Ingram if we want to continue the bet on Jacksonville.
0: Yeah. Um we could probably put it, what and what is, what's our wide receivers looking like?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Austin Hooper might be good if we need a Tennessee correlation here. Oh uh, yeah.
1: All right, let's see.
0: Um, he's not. Uh and one of the is Mechie there or just
1: Nico? Uh I think we
0: could use a uh, Houston guy.
1: Just Nico. Okay. We could take Revan Jordan late too. That's true. Um
0: man, I mean these white these running backs sitting around still
1: here. I'm gonna put in I'm gonna put Darrell Williams in the queue just so we get one more bet on the Arizona game.
0: Um yeah, I'm fine with that.
1: I mean, do we want to take the tight end now? Uh, wide receiver is not looking too great, but it's also going to be even worse, obviously, when we go again.
0: I mean, all these guys are such similar, similar. Bla- let's do our tight end.
1: All right. Hooper?
0: Yeah, let's do Hooper.
1: That's a reach, but I mean, it's, he's not going to come back to us probably.
0: The other, I think we should also pencil in one of, hang, uh, yeah, one of the Ravens wide receivers too, to just get a Lamar double.
1: Okay, I, I could go either. Like, do I think there's arguments for Duvernay and Wallace? Honestly,
0: um, I I wish I, I wish I had a strong opinion. I I don't. I've been mixing in both. I mean, Duvernay. Just the well, argument
1: for Duvernay is that he's been actually playing a lot more. Wallace, you know, he I think grades out a similar uh, I think profile in terms of upside, but has he shown it at all? Like to even get on the field? No. Yeah. I don't know. Bollock saying no Noah fat makes me a sad boy. I think trust me, bullock I got enough Noah fan in BBM already. <laughs> I think it's another one of those.
0: Yeah, I I do. I will say I, I like Noah fans price a lot. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a him and Gerald Everett always being around there in the in that section is is pretty nice.
1: Taysom Hill going right after Austin Hooper. Which yeah, we did reach on Hooper there, but uh, Taysom let me,
0: Hill.
1: Let I mean, me see the Taysom
0: Hill because I I kind of. Have, I'm not anti the Taysom Hill Galbrain play, but I feel like it has to be on the very specific type of team. Was this his tight end two? Okay. Tight end three. Tight end three with Gronk. Who's his quarterback? Oh, he did get the he did get the Jameis. Does he have a QB two yet?
1: Or just uh, Jameis?
0: Oh, Dak and I guess I don't I don't mind it in this. Does he have any Philly stuff?
1: He went hyper fragile to start. I don't see any Philly.
0: So you do setting up the um, I guess I don't mind it in this context. You're rounding out your Winston and then you're going. I guess I would just the, the scenario. The only difference I like is if I go a little later than Rob Gronk as my and you're kind of piecing together three tight ends at the end and then having Taysom Hill be one of those.
1: Yeah, I uh Devin was asking why is Taysom Hill listed as tight end? Uh, he's listed as tight end because he's supposedly playing more tight end this year and he's officially listed as a tight end on the roster.
0: Yeah. I guess it makes sense. I mean, Gronk, I guess, technically hasn't uh, announced his return, even though it feels inevitable.
1: Yeah, and Logan Thomas uh, slips pretty far. Like, Logan Thomas I've seen go into 18th in some of the puppy drafts I was doing. BBM should be a little bit sharper than that. But I think he got okay value, and then I guess he technically got the the handcuff for Jameis at tight end with Taysom Hill. FF Doom says, don't Jameis and Taysom
0: cancel each other out if the whole thesis is that uh Taysom plays at QB.
1: Yeah,
0: I see what you're saying, but you're also getting those points at uh at tight
1: end as well. And he, and he could theoretically catch a pass or two from Jameis. Like they're not uncorrelated. Who knows
0: what what crazy shit? They're going to cook up for taste. <laughs> Who
1: health. knows a Dennis Allen and the boys <laughs> get up to no Sean Payton. Now that's like Bolick when mom's out of the house, things get a little crazy for, for Dennis Allen and the saints. So let's see here. So we're going to do a, a Ravens wide receiver with one of our picks. What are we looking to do
0: with our, our last pick outside of that? Another wide receiver, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, you could take both receivers, I guess. Um, actually, no, Duvernay's gone, so we can now no longer take <laughs> Devin Duvernay. Okay. Um, who else do we have? We got that. We you... can take a Houston guy. I guess there really aren't any left. Uh, Nick
0: Westbrook Keen, or no, we already got Hooper, I guess. Um, maybe a, a Las Vegas. What? Uh, someone Willis was wanting me to take Demarcus Robinson this morning.
1: Hmm. Let's let the clock run on Wallace. Um,
0: yeah, that Bullock says Brian Edwards. I thought he was gone. Is he still there? No, he's still there. Yeah, do we want... I mean, we've already... What do we Do we want a third Atlanta guy?
1: Uh, or do we just have got, one Atlanta? Yeah, we only got one. We only have Cordero. Oh,
0: I I, don't, I like Edwards then. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. Anything else obvious we're missing?
1: I don't think so. We didn't get any Detroit... I mean, a Seattle guy, but there really aren't any good Seattle guys left that are receiver. Like, I don't want D. Eskridge or anything. Um, Um, Yeah, so we're good because, yeah, we want to grab Wallace here. All right. So so we have Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray at QB, a two-headed behemoth at QB, Elijah Mitchell at running back with Cordero Patterson, James Cook, Chase Edmonds, Michael Carter, Darrell Williams, a receiver, CeeDee Lamb, Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, Rondale Moore, George Pickens, Brian Edwards, and Tylen Wallace here timing out for us in the 18th. And then Mark Andrews and Austin Hooper at tight end. Pete, you've seen this team here. You lost control to me here on my account as I produced through a sickness. How do you feel about the team that we built?
0: I I mean, I like it. I still think we messed up um, with the Kyler pick, not my favorite pick, but otherwise I think we rounded this out nicely. I like how, you know, because we're making such big bets on the Ravens and the Cardinals, I like that we got the double stacks. And I also like we have double bringbacks because we're going to really need those teams to, uh, to carry us in week 17 with how much capital we invested in them. So I I like that. And I think it's, you know, Rinpak showed kind of the alternative to an onslaught. I kind of prefer where we stopped, right? Where we, we basically have five guys from two different games for week 17 with our double stacks and the double bring back. And I think considering the format and just how many points and how much you need to thread the needle with 470 people in week 17, I feel like that's a, you know, about the max I want to put into a full on game stack. And I think, there's diminishing returns past that. Um, we got some good values on our running backs because this was such a piss boy room. And, um,
1: otherwise I thought our picks made, uh, made decent sense. What would you have done with the, instead of what I did with Lamar and Kyler back to back, would you have taken Dak later? No. Well, so
0: I, I mean, in the moment I was pushing to take Dobbins. I think the right move in hindsight would have been to take Drake London and then scroll down. Um, Mm -hmm and then we're probably using a quarterback on the Chase Edmonds pick instead.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we a also, li- Yeah.
0: we could have, like, the reason, like, the way I think about this stuff, too, and I, I don't, I mean, I don't hate, you know, double elite quarterback. I don't think it's quote-unquote bad, but it's just, like, part of the advantage of elite onesie positions is you're giving yourself the freedom to um, really wait on the second one. Um, and so like, that would have been a build where maybe we have Lamar or Kyler, and then we get like, um, we get, uh, Kenny Pickett late, right? Like we could have done a Lamar with Pickett or a Kyler with Pickett. And so kind of using that luxury, knowing, Hey, most weeks we're going to be using one of those elite quarterbacks. Um, but I, I see, I see the arguments for it. Um, weeks 15 through 17, they could certainly ping pong the massive games you need
1: giving our draft here, so we know that Pete is, in fact, legally entitled to his half of this. And uh, there we go. Uh, anybody, do you, do you have any time to saucing? Do you want any, we got a lot of requests for saucing here. I, let's do one sauce, and then uh, I, I got to go. All right. Which one here? Which one do you want to do?
0: Uh, I saw, wow, lots of sauce requests here. Sauce from the 109 was the first request I saw for Eric here.
1: Okay. So you'd see him on the screen here. Uh, the 109. So you got Devontae Adams. Can you go, you go uh, to the team view? It's a little easier from the team oh view. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh,
0: blah, blah, blah. There you go. All right. Trey Lance, Carson Wentz, Desmond Ritter. Um, I think this is fine as a 3QB build. We have Javonte, Etienne, Ramondre, Damian Pierce, Algier, Adams, Debo, the most popular start in fantasy football, DJ Moore, whose bags made me pass on, Drake London, who we both passed on, Russell Gage, John Dotson. Hamler, Samuel, and then Dawson Knox, Zach Ertz. Um, bro, you're not unique with that. Uh, with that Samuel, Adam Star. Everyone has that. Um, what else are you seeing wrong with this team? Specs.
1: I mean, I like the Carson Wentz double stack. I also think I actually had on our news sheet uh, bringing up the Desmond Ritter thing. Apparently, it is an open competition for the starting job there. So, um, not quite as much like obviously decent chance Mariota starts for Atlanta, but Ritter can win that job in camp. Um, so I think you've talked about that. Pete might actually talk about that this morning. Like Ritter could get steamed up a lot if he's good in camp and people are liking him and like London's looking good and Pitts is looking good. Um, so I think that's a pretty solid pick and he got a ton of correlations. You probably wouldn't want Algier with Ritter would be my thought. Um, and also Drake London, but besides that, I don't see any issues. If you want further saucing, you can hop in the Deposit Kingdom Discord and the Splash
0: Play channel. You can post your team, and we'll tell you what a piece of shit team you drafted. (laughs)
1: All right, there we go. So, Pete, give the people your plug. Of course, you are venturing into new worlds of live broadcasting for yourself. So what can people expect with you on Club Top Shot in the NBA Finals? Yeah, we're
0: streaming that on uh, Get Playback tonight. We're going to go live right when the game starts around 9. It's free. It's just a different... um, streaming software and you just sign in with your cable provider it could be youtube tv as well hulu tv and then we're just synced up we're synced up so who knows maybe splash play come uh the fall maybe a little island game hangout with spags and pete who knows we'll, we'll figure it out the island
1: boys is back on gift i'm sure they'd love to get that advertising yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we'll be back on Thursday, two thirty here on the Splash Play channel as well as Peach Channel. Friday solo stream from me will be on the Splash Play channel exclusively. So make sure you are subscribed as well as Peach Channel and the Splash Play channel. Follow at Peter Overset. Follow at Chris bags and follow at Splash Play Pod. And if you get the time, give us five stars and review an Apple podcast I Saw a few coming in there. We appreciate it, but give us a little love because we're trying to build some momentum heading into the actual season. But we'll be back with you guys on Thursday. So enjoy your nights and whatever. <laughs>